This is Julie D, and you're listening to the Nordonia We Need to Talk Podcast Network, brought to you by NordoniaHills.News, recorded in the Gary Miller Studio. Cleveland Sports Podcast starts now. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Sports Show. Today with me, Darius. Uh, today we have some great news to share with you today. Uh, we have the NBA preseason, which will be kicking off next weekend, um, as well as the Browns getting their first win in over two years, uh, as well as the updates on the Nordonia Knights football team, uh, Russell Westbrook's injury, as well as any Jimmy Butler trade updates that are going on as well. So without further ado, I'd like to start with talking about the Nordonia Knights, who succeeded against the Hudson Explorers yesterday, um, boosting their record to 4-1. and one. This now puts them third spot in the division standings, um, behind Wadsworth, who are 5-0. and oh. Uh, additionally, the Knights will be heading to Stowe Monroe Falls to take on the Bulldogs next Friday. Uh, the Stowe Monroe Falls is one and four, so the Knights looking to capitalize next Friday and go five and one uh, to start the six games of the ten for the season. Uh, now, additionally, this is what I've been looking forward to pretty much the whole year. I know a couple of weeks ago Brady was super excited talking about all the matchups. Um, for the NFL opening week. Well, I'm super excited to talk about the marquee matchups for this NBA preseason. First, I want to get started off with some of the marquee matchups. The first game of the season will be the Boston Celtics and Charlotte Hornets at the Smith-Dean Center in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Um, the Celtics will now have a renewed Gordon Hayward, um, and the Charlotte Hornets will be looking uh, upon by their star Kemba Walker, but also with newly acquired point guard Tony Parker, we will see how both of those teams are going to be able to lock in and have any type of chemistry uh, throughout the season. Also, the Minnesota Timberwolves will be taking on the defending champion, two-time defending champion Golden State Warriors in Oakland. Uh, first to start off, we will see uh, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, newly added to the Warriors, how that all-star lineup is going to mesh well and defeat almost a uh, a wounded Timberwolves team with the fact that it's pretty obvious that Jimmy Butler is not going to be playing for them next season. Um, also, the Den- we will see LeBron's first uh, debut in a Lakers jersey um, when they are at home against the Denver Nuggets. Um, we will see Isaiah Thomas with his new team and Nikola Jokic. How will they be able to sustain with this, what this new look Lakers team has to offer? And the Cavs, I'll be talking about the Cavs, all their preseason games. What's going to be going on with them? Um, the Cavs will be taking on the Celtics in their opener, the preseason. That game will be in Boston at the TD Garden. Uh, we will see what the Cavs without LeBron will have in store against this, let's be honest, this updated Celtics team, this new Celtics team, who's much better than they were last year, given the fact that their two stars are healthy with Al Horford and the rise of their young stars as well. And then we have the Battle of the Borough, New York City. Um, The Knicks will be taking on the Nets in Brooklyn. And then a few days later, the Nets will travel to Madison Square Garden to take on the Knicks in part two of that historic rivalry. We'll see the uh, revamped Philadelphia 76ers who are still trusting the process and will be taking on the slowly but surely rebuilding Mavericks but now have acquired DeAndre Jordan. So it'll be interesting to see definitely how DeAndre Jordan is going to 
um, have, going to apply his talents to this team and how is he going to develop chemistry with the other teammates around him. Um, additionally, like I said, the Cavs will be taking on the Celtics in Boston, but then on Saturday, October 6th, the Celtics will actually come to town in Cleveland to take on the Cavaliers at the Quicken Loans Arena. Um, these are two games that between the Cavs and Celtics that I think the Celtics have an edge on in both, especially the one at home, given the fact that it's their home court and they're a much better team now this season. Um, I think the one at the Q in Cleveland is definitely going to be a lot, it's going to be a closer game, but just due to the fact that the talent level on the Celtics is much higher this season than it is on the Cavs, I see the Celtics being able to pull away uh, with both games. And now the Battle of Los Angeles with the Clippers and the Lakers um, at Staples Center. Uh, we'll get to see new vamped Los Angeles Lakers take on, let's be honest, the rebuilding Lakers don't really have any stars, especially with the fact that now all three of their stars in Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin are all gone to different teams now. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Clippers have to bring to the table, like I said, against this new revamped Lakers team. And also a big Texas battle with the Rockets taking on the Spurs. The Spurs now with newly acquired DeMar DeRozan and Demarcus and LaMarcus Aldridge as their two stars. Um, the Rockets now have Carmelo Anthony, James Harden, and Chris Paul to bring to the table, not to mention some of the big keys like Clint Capella and P.J. Tucker that they're also bringing back this season. Uh, the Rockets are definitely the favorites to win. Uh, this game will be at the AT&T Center in San Antonio, but it's definitely going to be a fun matchup because we know that the Spurs always bring the most prof their most professional game to the table, and it's definitely not a... Um, sleeping game that the Rockets can afford to uh, get cocky on. Now, two other major matches include two teams, the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers. Each team will be playing um, in Los Angeles, and then the next one will be in Oakland. I think that the home court here is definitely the big key in who wins the game. Um, the one in Oakland, I definitely think that the Warriors will be able to win, just given the fact that they're the Warriors, and they're the much better team. They're the two-time defending champions, and the fact that it's on their home court. I see um, an easy win for the Warriors. However, the fact that um, the next preseason game is in Los Angeles, that it's going to be, I think, a lot a much closer because the Lakers now are on home court. They're going to want to defend their home court, especially now with LeBron, who knows what this Warrior team is capable of doing uh, because he's seen them the last four years in the NBA Finals. I'm definitely enthusiastic to see what the Lakers are going to do against the powerhouse of the West and the two-time defending a champions, the Golden State Warriors. Now... The Ca all the Cavs preseason games, I mentioned that they'll be taking on the Celtics in Boston, and then their next game will be um, that Saturday as well against the Celtics. They will also be taking on the uh, Detroit Pistons in Detroit as well as at home. So the Cavs have four preseason games uh, bef before their uh, season opener against the Toronto Raptors, which will be in Toronto. Um, I also want to give predictions and discuss opening night in the regular season, which will be October 16th. The opening game will be the Philadelphia 76ers against the Boston Celtics, and then we will see the Oklahoma City Thunder, most likely without Russell Westbrook, taking on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I think definitely for 76ers versus Celtics, this is a game which I see the Celtics winning, because al although the 76ers... Um, have been getting better over the years, but by trusting the process. The Celtics have also had a same similar process, which has honestly been more successful. And now we see with the acquisition of Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, and Al Horford with 
the young stars such as Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, and Jason Tatum. I think it's just going to be too much for the 76ers to handle. Also, given the fact that they really didn't have any great trade deals this season, they still rely on their two superstars of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Um, and, and especially given the fact that it's on the Celtics' home court, like I said, for Warriors and Lakers, home court is a huge factor in determining who's going to be victorious in each match. Um, I see the Celtics winning their home opener in front of their home crowd. And Thunder versus Warriors, again, I think this would have been a much more riveting matchup if Russell Westbrook plays. I'm going to get um, to Russell Westbrook's injury status here in a minute, but just given the fact that Paul George is going to be the lone star for the Oklahoma City Thunder with with Steven Adams, but he's not as versatile, um, especially from the perimeter because given the fact that he's a center, um, and especially that the Warriors, it will be ring night, it'll be opening night on their home court, and we know that that crowd in Oakland is extremely passionate for their team, not to mention the fact that they are being given rings. And I don't think Paul George will be able to lead the Thunder to a victory and it honestly could be a blowout in favor of the Warriors to start the season. Now, like I'm, as I mentioned, the Thunder um, will most likely be missing Russell Westbrook through the preseason, and they're not rushing to get him back for uh, um, opening night against the Warriors. So, like I said, it, I, I even stated this last week. You know, Russell Westbrook was the um, was the MVP two two seasons ago, and he put up in this past season he put up about 37 minutes per game. He shot 45, about 45% from the field um, and averaged about 25 points per game. And now with those 25 points per game out for the Oklahoma City Thunder, it's going to be extremely difficult for Paul George, I think, to carry the Oklahoma City Thunder this season. I'm going to be very um, intrigued to see what Paul George is going to now have, um, bringing a team on his shoulders. He had to do it somewhat in Indiana, but we're going to see, um, taking a year off from having to really carry a team, how is he going to do it again, especially with the opening season matchup against the Warriors in Oakland. Um, and I also, one more player update for the NBA I want to give to you is uh, Jimmy Butler. Now, Jimmy Butler's been interested in going to the Clippers, the Lakers, but we know this for sure. He doesn't want to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I honestly don't really see... I One place that I definitely see him going, Brady and I talked about this a couple months ago, a long time back, that you know the Boston Celtics are still an open option, I think, for Jimmy Butler because the fact that the Boston Celtics really don't have a great starting shooting guard because Jalen Brown can come off the bench, um, I think Jimmy Butler would definitely be a huge key role in that shooting guard position with Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward to help them really maximize their bench and also maximize their starting lineup, which will eventually help them compete with teams in the West, uh, specifically the Warriors. Uh, that's definitely my take on this whole Jimmy Butler trade. What I'm interested to see is what are your thoughts on how Jimmy Butler's handled this trade? Where do you think he should go? Just let us know in the comments below what is your prediction for Jimmy Butler's NBA future. Now, I also want to start talk about the Cleveland Browns and their tremendous 21 to 17 victory over the New York Jets who are 1 and 2. Uh the Cleveland Browns record overall is now 1 1 and 1, which means that they've won a game, lost a game, and have drawn a game. The Browns were able to uh, force a tremendous comeback after being down 14-3. to They were able to tie up the game in the third quarter, um, scoring 11 points at f 14, and then they were able to outscore the New York Jets by four uh, in the fourth quarter 
by seven to three, uh, have giving them a seventeen to twenty one victory. Um, Baker Mayfield this is really given boost to the Baker Mayfield hype, uh, given the fact that he had such a tremendous game on that Thursday. Um, the Browns' next game will be in Oakland uh, against the Raiders. It's kind of fitting because the Cavaliers and the Warriors from that same region, now it's just the football team. It's the Browns and the Raiders. Um, like I said, it will be in the Oakland Coliseum on Sunday, September 30th. And then after that game on October 7th, the Ra- the Browns will travel back home to take on the Baltimore Ravens. I wanted to get uh, give another update on MLS standings. Um, the same teams are still um, in place. There's been a couple moves around here. I also want to get into some key games for that are that will be being played today. Uh, but first, to start off in the Eastern Conference, uh, Atlanta United is number one in with 18 wins, six draws, five losses. The New York Red Bulls with 17 wins, uh, five draws, and seven losses. And then lastly, in third place, the NYCFC, or New York City FC, has 14 wins, seven draws, and eight losses. And like I said, Columbus fans, Ohio fans, they're still in fourth place. They have 12 wins, eight draws, and nine losses on the season. And um, Atlanta United was actually able to take the first position from the New York Red Bulls who are now in um, second place. So that's really the major change this week um, in the Eastern Conference for Major League Soccer. Now in the Western Conference, Sporting Kansas City was actually able to uh, take FC Dallas, uh, FC Dallas's number one spot, and they've moved to the number one position with 15 wins, six draws, and seven losses. And FC Dallas now in second place with 14 wins, eight draws, and six losses. And then lastly, Los Angeles FC, with 13 wins, 8 draws, and 7 losses. Now, those of you who really love soccer, as I do, are probably thinking, LAFC, um, what, what's the difference between that and LA Galaxy? They're two separate teams, like the Lakers and the Clippers in basketball. This is honestly the same thing with soccer. You have LAFC, and then you have LA Galaxy, which are two separate teams. So don't be confused by that. LA Galaxy is actually in 8th place with uh, 10 wins, 8 draws, and 11 losses. So they are in 8th place right now, while LAFC are in 3rd. And some major, some big games today uh, that I have uh, for today, this Saturday in the ML- in MLS soccer, is um, Columbus fans. The Columbus crew will be taking on the Colorado Rapids today in Columbus um, at 7.30 p.m. The New England Revolution will be taking on the Chicago Fire. It's going to be a big... Uh, rivalry between those two teams. Um, Atlanta United will try to withhold their first place position against Real Salt Lake today at 7 p.m. And then the New York Red Bulls uh, will try everything they can to uh, stop the Toronto FC soccer team today as they will try to reclaim their throne in the Eastern Conference today for the MLS. Now that's all I have today. Thank you very much for all of your time. If you have any other NBA preseason games that you uh, think are def- worthy of mentioning, please let us know in the comments below. What are your thoughts on Russell Westbrook's injury update? How do you think that uh, Jimmy Butler's NBA future will play out? And what's your take on the Cavs this season? How do you think that they're going to do in the preseason uh, to let us know what they're capable of coming regular season time? That's all I have for today. Thank you very much for all your time. Go Knights and have a terrific weekend. Thank you. 